0: The year 2020 was one for the ages. On this edition of A View, Bishop Parks and I will look back on 2020, including some of the good things that came from it, and make predictions for 2021. All this and more coming up next. Welcome to A View from the Top with Bishop Gregory Parks, Bishop of the Diocese of St. Petersburg. A View from the Top
1: is a candid and hopeful conversation on current events that affect our church, our community, and our country. Now here's Bishop Parks and the General Manager of Spirit FM, John
0: Morris. Merry Christmas, Bishop. John, Merry Christmas to you as well, and, and to our listeners. The new year is going to bring some new opportunities. 2021, but we would be remiss if we didn't look back on many of the events that took place in 2020. There were there were a lot of negatives, though. You can't sugarcoat it. It was a very historically hard year for our nation and our world, but you're a positive person and there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think there were some things that did come from a positive nature out of this year.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, Certainly this year, 2020 provided many challenges, but, but also I think, John, some blessings as well. I I am a positive, a hopeful person, so I I always look for the good in any situation. <laughs> Maybe a little hard to do that this past year. But as you said, even in the midst of the trials and the struggles that we all experienced, were some good things to celebrate
0: as well. One of the things that jumped out for me was when the pandemic started, people had to stay home and they were literally locked in for a, a better part of a month where you just there was no one on the road except for very essential personnel. And families got to know one another.
1: Yeah, it's one of the things we often hear is that families don't spend enough time together. Well, we've heard that in the past. I think they, they made up for it during this year. As you said, because of quarantine and just trying to be safe, many families were staying at home. They were having meals together. They were Kids were even uh, studying their schoolwork at, at home or participating by virtual classes. You know, People were working from home. So uh, we, we certainly got to spend time with each other and got to know each other a little bit better.
0: I would think that I, there were there were two groups of people those that I saw exercising a lot more and those that were cooking a lot more when I would go to the grocery store the flour shelf and the baking products were wiped out.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. I, I noticed that as well in, in Publix that uh, there were some sections that were, were just gone. The you cleaning know, like products. This, yeah, the yeah. cleaning products, but also, as you said, some of the baking and cooking things. I'm sorry to say, John, that I didn't exercise more <laughs> this I year. Nor did I. And uh, I probably didn't do much more cooking either. So um, I, I might have been the exception to that observation <laughs> that you made.
0: And, and, you know, I think uh, also from When our country is in trouble, and I'm talking about real trouble, or when we really put our mind to something, and it may have been a generation ago that we saw this. We saw it with the space program, With President Kennedy said we're going to put a man on the moon in the next decade. We were put to the test with this pandemic, and we're going to create a vaccine within a year that will hopefully solve these problems and put an end to the scourge. And within, what, nine, ten months? They're rolling out the vaccines.
1: Yeah, it's just incredible when you think about it how quickly that was developed during this past year. I guess I didn't really pay attention to previous vaccines that were developed, but I guess they would typically take uh, even up to several years
0: longitudinal
1: to, studies. And yeah, so, forth. so, and then with a, a very large test group people enrolled in the in the testing period yeah I mean God gives us the ability the intelligence the means to develop these things and, and we certainly have done that with the vaccine which I I think will bring a lot of hope to people as we enter into this new year was there anything personal for you
0: Bishop Parks that that was a positive for you?
1: Well, a uh, couple of things. I mean, some good things happened during this last year. Of course, uh, my brother Stephen was ordained a bishop That's uh, right. for the Diocese of Savannah. So that was a, was a great joy for me personally to be part of that, as well as uh, Bishop Toops, uh, priest of our diocese, is now the Bishop of Beaumont, Texas. So those were certainly two joys during this year. One of the positives for me was because a lot of our masses were live streamed, I was able to to see and, and to participate in some of those masses when I was online, but also to hear some of our priests preach. To, to give a homily, which I don't. You usually, weren't grading them, were you? No, <laughs> no but I did affirm uh, a number of them. If I if I listened to a homily and I thought it was was well done, I would send them an email and just let them know that I thought they did a great job. We we are blessed here in the diocese of Saint Petersburg to have priests and deacons who can can preach the word. And, and preach a good message. So uh, that was a positive for me as well. Normally when the bishop shows up, it's expected that he's gonna preach. You right, know? I right. don't, not very often. it's not very often that I would sit and listen to a homily, but I did have a chance to do that because of the, the live streaming.
0: And I think uh, another positive that came from that, churches were forced, more or less, was their choice, but they really, they're trying to do the best they can to evangelize and, and bring the sacraments as best they can to the people at home. And they had to learn on the fly, not only sound systems, but now video and streaming, things that they're not used to. And, you know, it may have even gotten a few of the younger generation involved in technologies at the parish. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. I know
1: uh, many of our priests and deacons and parish staffs had to, to get a crash course in how to live stream, how to video things, the audio, Facebook, going Facebook Live all those uh, types of technologies that became so necessary and useful during the pandemic. So we, we definitely upped our game in terms of the use of technology, and, and that's a good thing. I hope that we'll continue to use the, the, the social media and the technology available to us to spread God's word and, and to touch people through the uh, through the sacraments. Now, Having said that, there's no substitute for going to Mass in person and being with each other and praying together and receiving the Eucharist together. But in the absence of that, we did the best that we could.
0: We also learned a lot of people know how to use Amazon or PayPal and buy things online. But for Catholics, many didn't understand the role of electronic giving and People learn that quickly, and parishes learned how to get the word out quickly about that.
1: Yeah, all of our parishes, I believe, offer online giving options. So if you're not able to come to Mass or you're away for the weekend— you can still tithe or, or give your gift of stewardship, financial stewardship, to your parish community to support them and to support the ministry there. So um, you can always go to their websites, or even our diocesan website has a list of parishes that offer online giving. And I would be remiss, John, if I if I didn't thank the faithful for their generosity and support. Even though they weren't able to come to Mass for a period of months, they still continued to support the church and, and our ministry and. As we've talked about before, even during the pandemic, there was even greater need for charity. So whether it be at the parish level or through our diocesan Catholic charities, uh, we saw a great financial need. And and people stepped up, and they helped to support that need by their financial assistance. So I'm very grateful for that.
0: A lot of people lost jobs. Uh, Many were furloughed, took cuts in pay. As you said, the people really stepped up here locally. But the diocese also stepped up we had a record number of hurricanes and named storms and some that were hit our neighbors. We were very fortunate here in the Tampa Bay area to dodge some bullets, but the people stepped up and helped uh, our neighbors.
1: Always, John. The, our, our people are so generous to those who are in need, to those who face natural disasters, devastating storms, floods, and and as a diocese, we've been able to be generous with other dioceses that have suffered uh, damage and financial need. And again, that's uh, thanks to our people who contribute to our disaster relief fund that enables me as the bishop to to offer that assistance to those who are uh, most in need. You said it was a record year. We even went into the Greek alphabet. And almost ran out there. And I I don't ever remember that happening. Uh, So it was an unusual year. But... Praise be to God, our diocese, our, our local area here was spared any significant storms. I think we had the one tropical storm that came through kind of late in the season, right. and that was, uh, wasn't was too bad. It did cause some damage, but but nothing significant.
0: Yeah. Thanks be to God. Amen to that. One of the things that's a fruit of the Spirit is patience, and I think that's something that we also learned, to be patient with each other, at least the best that we could, and uh, sometimes that, that patience was tried. But one of the joys that you mentioned a moment ago was the ordination and installation of two bishops, your brother and uh, Monsignor David Toops to Beaumont. But we also had to postpone the ordination of three men, and that had to be... A trial of patience for them as well <laughs> he sure
1: did they were very patient they were supposed to be ordained priests back in the middle of may but because of covid and the concerns with with health we had to postpone that and finally settled on august 15th as the date of ordination it was a a day of joy for our diocese as we ordained three new priests three very good priests father connor penn father drew woodkey and, and father josh bertrand So again, even in the midst of a a difficult year, that was certainly something that we can all celebrate and be grateful to God for.
0: And we also have a a deacon, a transitional deacon that was ordained this year that will uh, also join Josh uh, hopefully next year, God willing, uh, and Deacon uh, Izzy Hernandez.
1: Yeah, we look forward to that, uh, to having another ordination this coming year. Uh, Deacon Izzy will be ordained in May as normal. Uh, no reason to think he won't be this year, so might have to limit the amount of people that can be at the cathedral. We'll, we just have to wait and see. But that's, you know, John, as a bishop, for me, that's, that's the good stuff, you know, yeah, that, absolutely. I, that I get to do. <laughs> Sorry to put it in such a simplistic sure. way, but, you know, as a bishop, I have a lot of challenges and things that I have to deal with. But to have the opportunity to ordain a man to the priesthood, who will be an instrument of God's mercy, of his grace through the sacraments, uh, of his love. is just one of the joys of being a bishop.
0: One of the other sacraments that you participate in is we have to say goodbye to people who who left us this year, Monsignor George Cummings, Father uh, Jim Beccaria. We said goodbye to them after years and years of faithful service to the diocese.
1: Yeah, those were two, uh, two priests that you mentioned. We had many others, of course, that uh, have served in our diocese at some point who maybe belong to a different diocese, and uh, we said goodbye to them this year. But we also, again, gave thanks to God for the gift of their ministry and for the influence that they had on others' lives. And, you know, I, I just am always reminded, John, that we shouldn't wait till somebody passes to give thanks for their life, you know, uh, and to tell them thank you or, or to share what how they have touched your, somebody's life. So whether that's a priest or a deacon, a religious sister or brother, It's always good to just say a few nice words to them. (laughs) Sometimes we wait until they pass to say everything we should have said during their life. But um, just kind of a reminder for
0: each one of us. Something for us to remember as we wrap up uh, this 2020 year and uh, move into 2021. Now, I know you're not a soothsayer. You, You don't follow the tea leaves, but we all like to make our predictions. So I'm gonna throw some things out to you. What do you see that we can do better in 2021,
1: You know, you mentioned that uh, this past year required a lot of patience, and it certainly did. I, I think that's something we need to continue to work on. And also, John, I, I think, uh, you know, I just in this past year, I just sensed that there was a lot of frustration, a lot of oh, I hate to even say anger. But people were stressed, you know, stressed out a little bit, understandably so, because of the pandemic and the challenges that it presented. So maybe we need to continue to have some greater patience and and maybe tolerance and acceptance rather than always trying to to pick a fight with somebody or to argue with them or to be uncharitable, you know. So we saw the good and the bad this
0: past year. This past year, we certainly saw it with the election. We're not going to have that this year. So there should be some stress reduction there. People can do as the song says, let it go. Uh, and we still have to take on the racial issues that continue to plague our country. I was speaking with someone just the other day how it sort of ebbs and flows. It's like the tide. It's, when it comes in, it's hard. When it goes out, it's just kind of quiet and peaceful, but something is going to light a spark, and, and, and until we can communicate better and release the fears and anxieties that people of different colors, nationalities, and so forth have, we're going to continue to have these same arguments.
1: Yeah, the um, the sin of racism and racial tension was certainly a big story in 2020 and continues to be something that we as a nation need to, to keep in the forefront and continue to work on. The church is trying to do its part you know we offer listening sessions prayer vigils you know statements and writings with regard to to the issue of racism but it is something we still have to to work on and and to make progress
0: on as a country and i would like to see personally more civil dialogue on social media i can't i mean I, i just can't believe how far we've sunk in our dialogue when it comes to issues on especially on social media
1: no, You're right, John. I, I pray for a, a greater sense of peace in our country during this year, uh, both politically as well as socially, culturally. And that's expressed so much today on social media, which on the one hand, is a gift that we, we can communicate with each other in that way. But we also have to be careful and we have to guard it with what we say and, and the tone in which we say it. My observation is that many times people will, be, uh, will say things online or through social media that they wouldn't say to you in person or right. face-to-face. They're kind of emboldened mm-hmm. uh, to express a very strong opinion online and even in an uncharitable way again such that they wouldn't do so if they were talking to you face to face
0: predictions for 2021 we're going to go back and look at this at the end of 2021 and see how you did <laughs> okay okay so bucks in the super bowl in 2021 now so right now we're wrapping up the 2020 season so this february are the bucks in the super bowl
1: I'm going to say they are, John. Um, I'm, I'm very again. I'm a hopeful person. <laughs> I, I'm a Bucks, big Bucks fan. I watch every game as, as best as I can, um, and I think we're looking pretty good heading into the playoffs. So we have a couple games left, and uh, then we head into the playoffs. And I, I think we're going to step up our game. So I, I say the Bucks are going to be in the Super Bowl, the first team to play the Super Bowl in their
0: home stadium. I'm not putting the pressure on to pick a winner. I'm just asking you, who, if, are they going to be there? How about, uh, will Tom Brady be back, do you think? I think he will.
1: Um, I think this year has affirmed his desire to play, and he sees he's on a good team, people that he can count on, and so I think he does come back for at least another year.
0: Now, we may not see 162 games played in the Major League Baseball season. This year it was abbreviated, but we saw our Rays go to the World Series. Will they make the playoffs next year?
1: John, I'm going to predict they win the World Series wow. in 2021. Um, I was hopeful that they would do it last year, but uh, but I think we are, we're going to bring back a good team
0: this year, and uh, I think we're going to get it done. Mark the tape right there. <laughs> do the Bolts repeat winning the Stanley Cup? or I mean, that's a tough one there. Yeah,
1: I don't follow hockey as closely as some of the other sports, but I know um, the Lightning are a great team, and I'm hopeful for them as well. I, I can't say that they're going to
0: going to do it uh, that they're going to repeat this year but it would be great if they did last year we had 13 named hurricanes 30 named storms you, will we hit that same number higher or lower john i'm going to go with the under okay. on that all right that's my right. Uh,
1: that's my prayer that we have less named storms and let's hope we don't have to get into the greek letters the greek alphabet
0: that's right. this year now here's a prediction which you have some control over will we be open for full masses by summer i'm not going to say by summer let me say this i think by the end
1: of next year by the end of 2021 that our churches will be fully open again that's uh, my expectation and i think that's what we're all hoping for and we're going to work towards
0: okay so by the end of december of 2021 wide open number of seminarians entering next year how many do you think that will we will be signing up to to interseminary next fall well, just as a reminder,
1: this year, 2020, we accepted seven new men to begin their seminary studies. I think we're going to have at least seven this year as wow. well. Okay, good It's going number. to be
0: another good year. Yeah, you had a dinner just recently. I saw some photos.
1: I did. Um had dinner with our current seminarians, and then the next day we had a retreat at Bethany Center for young men, ages 15 and, and up, who are thinking or discerning possibly a, a call to the priesthood so um and we had i, I wouldn't say we had at least 20 there for okay. the for the retreat uh, all good men and and hopefully some of them will enter
0: yeah even if you get two or three that's a, a pretty good number out of that group the pope is slated to go to iraq this spring does he make the trip
1: I think he does. He hasn't been doing a lot of public events. Uh, If you've watched anything from the Vatican, from St. Peter's, uh, they're really not using the main altar there at the moment. They're using the uh, altar of the chair, as it's called, with very limited, very small crowds. But I think under the right circumstances and with some protocols, he could still make that trip.
0: Will you be meeting with your brother in Baltimore next November?
1: I would say yes. I think uh, with the introduction of the the vaccines that we're starting to see roll out, I would say there's a very good chance that we're going to be able to meet together as bishops next November in Baltimore.
0: Well, as we wrap up this end-of-the-year show, Bishop, would you lead our faithful in a prayer that 2021 may be one of peace, uh, of love, and um, of God's rule in our lives?
1: So, God, our Father, as we close out this year and enter into a brand new year. We invoke your blessing upon each one of us, upon us as individuals, as families, as a country, as a church, as a world. We ask that your spirit may, as always, continue to lead and guide us, that in all things we may do your will, and in doing your will we may give glory and praise to you. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy New Year, everyone. For more with Bishop Parks, including past programs, his social media accounts, and ways to subscribe to this podcast, visit dosp.org slash bishop. A View from the Top is a production of Spirit FM 90.5 and the Communications Office of the Catholic Diocese of St. Petersburg. A View from the Top is made possible by the Annual Pastoral Appeal and listeners like you.